This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no E's dot com. Blueberry with no E's dot com. Remember, you drop the E's. What does it mean to be the very best? best? Let's put it this way. When other radio shows are biting your style, when voice actors and musicians love your swagger, it pretty much speaks for itself, doesn't it? We are the Otacast Radio Network. Anime radio with a hell of a lot of swagger. Anime fans, what are you waiting for? Log into OtacastRadio.com for more information. Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast, each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is episode 63. About Woo! damn time. We've been gone for nearly three weeks. But we bring back lots of good shit. Like Ladies vs. Butlers, Anime News, DVD Picks, or What the Fuck of the Week, and uh, all the other good shit that we've come to, you know, you guys have come to know and love. I'm no, here no, with. I still, I still like our other opening with. Um, this show is intended for mature audiences, even though the hosts are not mature. Oh, well. But, you know, oh, well. Yeah, and I paid lots of money to have a professional <laughs> voice guide do all I our know, bumpers. I know, jerk. I know, I'm just saying I thought that was cool. <laughs> and that is Zaldar as always. Yes, me with my crazy self. Actually, three weeks ago we did a show with Pat, uh, my first co-host, and uh, it was really, really fun. And Audacity crapped out on me right when I hit stop. And yep, said, and we never did do that one again, did we? Because that was a good show. No, well, you can't replicate something you. No, 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 it wouldn't have worked. So we did it. We'll get Pat's on again because he's doing his gaming podcast and all that yeah. good stuff. Game we'll get him on again. He's easy to get a hold of. Um, and then you know, then we had the Super Bowl. We both had Super Bowl parties, and then we've just been busy. So yeah, we're back though. Yippee skippy for that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tonight I'll be reviewing Ladies vs. Butler, the new show airing currently. I believe it's up to episode 7, 6 or 7. So, uh, all that good jazz. Also, we are going to be, uh, Otacast Radio over on Otacast Prime. We are getting Michelle Ruff. Woohoo. Alright. Take that, bitches. So yeah, maybe, hey, maybe this other site will get mad at you. Right? <laughs> That's exactly what we said. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yes, yeah, so I was go. like, you know, they're gonna probably come out going, "Oh my god, this situation is dire." Yeah, they stole our, they stole our viewers. They, For, yeah, you know what? Though I still haven't seen any thought thing, anything about Funimation or Sunny Strait or anybody else. <laughs> anybody actually on their show, right? For for those of you who don't know, we there was a um, little tussle b- between a couple podcasts, us and somebody else. But um, it, it it was quite entertaining. Yes, <laughs> Imagination Land. We've actually interviewed many guests and hosts and jazz. Uh, yeah. Anyway, who cares about that stuff? Also, uh, I am registering here probably next week for 
our local anime convention, Anime Detour, finally comes back to Minneapolis. Uh, last year it was like canceled or some bullshit, I don't know. But I can finally go to a local con that's all about anime. So maybe I'll enjoy myself more because I didn't like the uh, con scene. It was fun. It was cool being there with anime fans and shit. But I want to punch teenagers in the face. What? You want to punch people in the face that I have to teach all the time? No, surely not. You don't teach teenagers, though. No, no, yeah. You teach young adults. Some of them. Well, some of them act like teenagers, let me put it that way. Yes. But I should probably stop now, since somebody in Wake County got fired for things they were saying on Facebook. (laughs) Yes, because they're going to be like, "Mm, that guy over there, he teaches teaching stuff. Let's listen to this obscure podcast that I have no interest in. (laughs) <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. Man. Always got to be careful. Exactly. So, uh, let's just go ahead and get right into the news. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network. So. And Anime Vice, if there's any. Anime Vice. There may not be. I haven't looked. Good. Screw Anime Vice. Man. Screw Gia. You just hate them. What What's up with this? There must be a story there or something. I don't know. I don't look there very often. I just follow her on Twitter. So do you remember a couple weeks ago we talked about Adult Swim and they're like, hmm, we've lost licenses. And now we've bought licenses. Maybe. Yeah, yeah you remember I that? I love Adult Swim. <clears throat> I want you to kill them. Well, it came out and now you can watch... Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It premiered this last Saturday. Uh, and it's all dubbed glory from Funimation. Shit, it was last Saturday? Yep. Midnight. Your time. 11 p.m. here. I was like, yeah. And I completely forgot about it. That's how much I cared. So, yeah. If you want to watch that, you now you can. Uh, the cool thing, though, is... Is if you forget... You know, you don't watch it, you don't stay up that late on Saturday night or whatever. Um, you can download it from the PS PlayStation Network Zoom thingy and the Zoom Marketplace. I don't know if it costs anything, I'll assume it does. But then uh, this Wednesday, so today, <clears throat> it started airing on Hulu. So every week on Wednesday, you can watch it for free on Hulu.com. Oh, that's good. So yeah, there's, there's ways around it. Or you can download it, but yeah, that's not very good. So yeah, Funimation and their Full Metal Alchemist Jazz. That was quick too, because they they've been they work they work pretty quick on that. Yeah, they did, because that's been I've been out. I mean, it's been um, streaming still on Crunchyroll when it aired in Japan, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty good stuff. <clears throat> uh, the Haruhi film opened like last weekend or some jazz. Uh, it came in at 200 million yen in first in the first week. Um, it's called The Vanishment of Haruhi Suzumiya. Uh, the film was seen 140,000 times, which is pretty epic when it only was showing on 24 screens total. Yeah, that's pretty epic. <laughs> Those lines must have been a bitch. I don't. I don't even care for Harley at, at all. Because you've never seen Harley. You haven't seen the epic awesomeness. That, that mojo. Whatever. It's awesome. Uh, if you say so. Give Give me big robots <laughs> fighting things. 
They have big robots fighting things in one episode. On a computer. <laughs> really? okay. On a computer in one game. episode, okay. Exactly. Are, are they pretty mo robots? No, because it's a computer game. Oh, okay. Then no, they wouldn't be. <laughs> they're fighting against the computer club, and the computer club was going to ha- was hacking. Oh, the death <laughs> So, yeah. Um, it took in about two, two, uh, $2.2 million. Um, that's... If that was in America, that'd be pretty damn good. Yeah, I would think, for an animated show. But I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it's doing good. Hopefully it stays doing good. I mean, it's Haruhi. Of course, you know, remember that guy who bought, like, 30 tickets for himself? Yes, Lizard. exactly. <laughs> uh, Haruhi fans, I think, maybe even worse than Evangelion fans. Uh wait, no. How many times have they bought Evangelion stuff? <laughs> How many times has that been re-released? Like, 205? Oh, hey, at least Evangelion wasn't like, hey... Let's repeat this episode eight times and put <laughs> just enough new things in there to call it new. Yes, the endless eight controversy. Yeah. Oh, why do people still... I mean, I would have just stopped going to see his crap after that because I would have been so <laughs> pissed off. God, but no, everybody does not. It's uh, Harley. You can't turn away from its uh, epicness. So so how much do you think they could sell a Haruhi cell phone for? Seven million dollars. <laughs> people would buy it. Hey, yes. if people are spending five hundred dollars for a phone that was in an anime because of Mio and Kayon, or there was expensive ass headphones for a couple hmm. grand, yeah, people will pay like seven million dollars for a Haruhi phone. You well, know it's they'll true. They'll probably make one then because I know they made Nava one and it sold. <sighs> Niz America licenses Toradora as its first anime. So, fuck yeah. Toradora's hitting the U.S. Now, you may remember Niz America is that company that basically imports and re-does re- all the Japanese text to English. They do all the video game stuff. They do the light novels, and they have, like, the JRPGs on the PS2 and all that jazz. Um, now they're getting into anime. Uh, they're coming out with Toradora as their first release, Pandora Hearts, and Persona Trinity Soul. Question, is Persona, the anime, have anything to do with it? Yes, it's based somewhat off the video game. Some way or another. I don't know how much, I never watched it. But, um... Video game is pretty freaking cool. No, yeah, I own 3 and 4. I bought them both practically new for the PlayStation 2. And that was well after the PlayStation 2 has been... Not necessarily buried, but you know, it's not a console. People are actively making games for, except JRPGs and stuff now. <laughs> um, not that JRPGs are bad. No, not at all. Uh, they actually, because you know, it was a Trinity or the uh, the pan. Uh, sorry, I can't talk. Because the Persona game, you know, and the anime, they actually had Joey Stick of all people. Interview this Niz America, one of the Niz America spokesmen, and they were like, "Cool, you're doing Persona. That's great. Why anime?" And basically, they said they've been seeing the U.S. market, you know, falling apart with Genion and ADV, you know, basically going away. And uh, they said that they want to bring anime titles that would never see the light of day 
to American shores. Now, here's the thing, though. So they're going to have the same problem that Ginion did with nobody will buy them except me. Okay. Yeah, no. Actually, no. They're doing something very smart. Um, they are not going to be available in stores. You can only order them from approved uh, online vendors, online retailers. There you go. That'll So, fix. you know, maybe they'll only do a production run of, you know, 5,000 discs. And say, okay, 5,000 discs between, you know, 10 retailers. You know, once you sell out, you'll sell out. We'll turn around and make, you know, another production run of 1,000 or whatever it may be. It sounds like they can control their production costs a hell of a lot more because they aren't printing copies to stock store shelves. They're printing copies basically almost on demand, you know, one for one, you know, person. And I wonder how much it has to do with pre-orders, too. But they said they are going to be doing a uh, limited edition release for all their anime. And Niz America, where their video games, release a lot of extra crap. Like, you know, key charms, figurines, all kinds of crazy stuff with their video games. So I'm really excited to see what they do with Pand- uh, with Toradora. And I swear to God, please... Please give me a Palm Tot Tiger statue or something. That would be win. Or a keychain charm. That would be awesome. Because a tiger kicks ass. So this is going to be pretty interesting. I mean, they know it's already niche. Yeah. I mean, they're not... I don't think they're expecting to be the next Funimation or Bandai or anything like that. I think it's maybe just an opportunity, you know, a growth opportunity in their eyes. I mean, they're not... Selling to Best Buy, they're not going around, you know, FYE, and saying, "Please, please stock our items. We'll give you money. We'll give you portions of a, of the profits." You know, no, it's all online. And the the day this came out, <clears throat> the right stuff online came out and said, "Hey, we'll be carrying all the Niz products. Order them here. When we get more information, we'll let you know." And I, for one, will be pre-ordering this. Yeah, I'll win. have to look at what they're bringing because the Persona one would certainly be interesting. That's certainly the... I mean, if they bring the kind of stuff that Genion would have brought if they'd still... Well, it's not necessarily just Genion. It's just it's more fun. anime. It's just nice. This oh, yeah, is, definitely. Toradora just, was, you know, a, kind of like a cult my, hit. It wasn't like... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, this is just my taste in anime run toward, as you know, kind of the the even niche for anime type stuff. Mm-hmm. To be talking about one today, the one whose name I can't remember right off the hand that I showed to um, Dance and the Vampire yeah, when Dance she the was vampire. here. No, no, I'll talk a little bit about that. <laughs> too. But, Did um, Shark or Dance in the Vampire Bund. No, this was the one with the, this set in the French Revolution. I'll, oh, La Cave. Yeah, Le Chevalier d'Eon, yes. Which is freaky, freaky weird. Mm-hmm. But I love so there you go. Um, cool shit. That's all I gotta say. I was like, really? This came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, you know, typically you'll get like some inklings or, you know, something, you know, before a big announcement. This was just like out of the blue, like, oh yeah, and by the way, Niz America's jumping into the, to the anime ring. And Joystick called it a more industry filled with piracy than, the, than video games. Oh, well, I would definitely agree with that. Oh, yeah. You don't have to hack your computer to play a freaking exactly. anime. 
Well, I mean, most of the shows that we talk about here and review are things that, well, we've kind of pirated. So. Yeah, but you know what, though? I've actually been finding myself buying the pirated stuff I like. Like, if I really like the show, I've actually... It's weird. I've gotten to the point where in my fandom, where, you know, when you first start out, you're like, oh, I'll buy whatever. But then I've been watching for the last two or three years, you know, from stuff on Japan, stuff, you know, downloading it or Crunchyroll now, etc., etc. It's so funny to see, like, I actually get excited for releases, because I'm like, holy shit, I watched that, I love that series, come on, come out! (laughs) From before, you were just like, alright, there's some other anime there, that's great. (sighs) So... The Christopher Hanley obscene drawings bullshit thing has come to an end. He will be charged. Well, he was charged, you know, with the whole obscene thingy for buying mangas from Japan. And he blames J. He bought him from J List. And some other anime, com- some other company over there. But, uh,. He's going to spend six months in jail and not have to register as a sex offender, which is, like, in my opinion, like, the best possible outcome. Um, and then he has to do, like, probation and junk like that. So, it's done and over with. And, uh, Anime News Network has a really good write-up. I'm just going to go say, go read it there, because we've talked about this, we beat this like a dead horse. So, it's done. It's over with. We can move on. This whole thing is just ridiculous, though. I mean... Yes, yes. Uh, Like I said, we've beaten it like a dead horse. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I agree. He should not have gone to jail for it. His defense was ridiculous. I doubt that you're going to buy... Oh, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'll bring up, though. The DA for the government was like... He is, he watches manga, or he watches anime, and he reads upwards of 35 mangas a week. Well, he's 30, 30 he's, he's 35 on this with his mother. <laughs> you got some free time, it sounds like. Um, but they made him sound like this, like, ultra, like, lech, you know, like, oh my god, he's looking in the shadows, waiting to prey on his children. You know? Because he's, because they're like, these these mangas these these books are definitely terrible. They, are, you know, he's he's just a ticking time bomb. Is basically how they portrayed him. Which and is not true at all. This guy right, has no criminal record. Indefensible. Yeah. Cannot. So say that's that. yeah. I gotta say his lawyers did a really good job. You know, the biggest thing, in my opinion, is if he would have had to register as a sex offender, that would have screwed him. For many, many, many years. And they wanted to... And get this bullshit. They wanted to set him as a level 3 sex offender. That's the highest level. The most yes, likely to recommit, to reoffend. He didn't fucking reoffend anybody. Yeah. You know? But, uh, th- you mean, know... This, this is not to say the stuff that he was looking at was good. No, it's not. It's a part of Japanese anime I do not like. Yeah, it's but at the end of the day, disturbing. when it's all said and done, but it's it drawings. was lines on a piece of paper. Nothing exactly. more, nothing less. 
Anyway, Anime News Network and Anime Vice have really good write-ups. Anime Vice had a really good lengthy write-up on, uh, you know, the charges, what everything meant, you know, how it kind of comes out after it was all said and done. Um, Check that stuff out if you really want to read more about it. I just don't want to get too much into it just because... We've talked, we about, talked it. about it. A lot. We've given our opinions. We've discussed it. We discussed it, and we discussed it. Let's move on. Let's move on. So, have you seen Toy Story? The original, yes. The original, the and I was still a kid. I was still in elementary school when that came out. Really? I was like fifth grade, sixth grade. Are you that much younger than me? Four Dang years. Ah, <sighs> okay. Yeah, I know. Time flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Watching anime, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Totoro makes a cameo in the uh, third Toy Story trailer. Um, Toy Story 3 is coming out next year, or no, later this year, like in June. And they have a little clip of Woody at a computer and he's IMing, and they're looking at Google Maps or something. <laughs> and there's a big Totoro standing behind the computer screen or off to the left and all the anime fans like wet themselves like oh my god I know that guy yeah (gasps) it's Hayao Miyazaki stuff so yeah which is cool I mean Hayao Miyazaki is awesome if you've not seen Ponyo you need to Uh, it's not that good you need to Ponyo was Mm. that was awesome if you say so you saw it. I you saw like it, it, and that was okay. Still, the ending makes no sense. Do you promise to love her? Yes, I no, do. Okay, sense. that's good no, enough. No, all right, me. it's good then. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a kid's anime. But uh, on, on that scene, on um, Gib, how do you say his freaking name? I don't ooh, know. What? Uh, according to Anime Vice, uh, was no doubt a difficult search for someone who can help uh, Studio Ghibli carry Ghibli. on when. Hio Mizaki eventually retires for real. Uh, God forbid. The studio has announced that a young director is going to helm its upcoming 2011 work, uh, the work that comes out after this year's Karagashi no Arati, based on the Brit novel The, the Borrowers. <laughs> so, so evidently, um, they're they're evidently gonna, they're running out of things in Jap- in Japan to make anime about, but they are making an anime out now of the borrowers, which you know, it's interesting. Indeed, uh, you know, it's it, it the lady here says that it's she wonders if the borrowers wasn't chosen partially in hopes of garnering more support outside of Japan. Uh, Ponyo, while was not as critically popular as some. Other titles like Howl's Moving Castle uh, is Ghibli's most financial successful title in the U.S. to date, mm-hmm. uh, and it was based off of you know um, Little Mermaid. So that may very well be why, well, or it go. may be that we're just wising up and figuring out his crap Lost is good. Radio. Hey, hey, hey! You stop playing right now, thing. <laughs> then it then it goes on to ask you know whether whether you want him to um, keep making. S- smaller ch- flicks aimed at children or darker flicks like Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke. I personally vote for Which in America, they're like, oh my god, that's great for children. Children need to see their parents being turned into pigs. Yeah. It'll harden I them personally, for future I, crimes. I, for future life, yeah. 
I personally vote for thing more things like Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke myself. There you go. But, <laughs> okay. Well, are you ready to move on? Uh, that was the only thing from Anime Vice that I saw that was interesting, so yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to play this awesome bumper of awesomeness. The very best in online radio. You're listening. Should anime be mainstream or underground? <laughs> of course. Am I missing something? Or is the anime fan going to make a sacrifice? You're going to have to. Think about it. we got to make a decision between, you know, the push to bring anime into the American spotlight or to continue the shows on illegal websites. And mind you, there are a couple of few legal ones, but <laughs> it's not even close. Not to mention, we have the pirated DVDs online now. You can get anything online from the torrents. A couple of hours. It's no problem at all. We supply your anime fix. American Otaku. BlogTalkRadio.com, Wednesdays at 10.30 a.m. Come in and join me. Top 3, Bottom 3, Live Action Update, and Anime Survivor. The very best in online radio. Is it us? Or did online radio just get a, get a bit more culture? To find out more, log into www.odacastradio.com. Odacastradio.com. Alright, we got our What the Fuck of the Week. This is crazy. And I, it's kind of funny because. Zodar is <laughs> in a teaching hilarious. <laughs> See, you, I love I love this. This is the problem. You should have gotten into logic. I guess so. I guess so. But I'm sorry. I I can't see how they fall for this. I really can't. Come on, they're young. Uh, they're even young, even dealing with the students, students I deal with on a daily basis, I can't see how they fall for this. <laughs> I'll let you go ahead and read it. All right. I, yeah, I was going to ask if I can read this because this is just hilarious. So the, the the great and beautiful title here, um, Hentai Professor Groped Thousands of Breasts Using Logic, which just has, has to be the best um, headline for something ever. And why would uh, it be? A university professor, 62, who taught logic over a 20-year period called over a thousand of his female students to his office, where he would beguile them with logic into allowing him to fondle their breasts. He used the same argument each time, and only recently did a student manage to see through it, resulting in his arrest. His technique was bizarre, but highly logical. First, he called him into his office for a lesson in logic, and he tells them that I can touch you without laying so much as a finger on you. Which, of course, the student says, uh, no, you can't. Uh, then he says, well, if I can't do it, I'll give you a thousand yen, ten dollars. If the student agreed to this wager, he immediately hands him a thousand yen and then starts brazenly fondling their breasts. And why wouldn't he? Of course not. When, when they complain uh, sexual harassment or worse, he silences them by with the following logical line of argument. As you, in fact, gave verbal assent to the contract and accepted the $10 fee, the contract <laughs> is complete. It's meaningless to try to take this to court. And this worked. For 20 years. And his victims are not to number over in the thousand. None, it seems, could overcome his logical arguments or possess knowledge of the fact that illegal contracts are unenforceable. And why wouldn't they be unenforceable? I mean, you know, you think, yes, this is a contract, I'm going to enforce it, despite the fact that what he did is illegal. <laughs> That's well, only uh, recently did it seems did a student actually bring this to the attention of the proper authorities 
and he was arrested for charges on indecent assault. Uh, police are scathing and look at adding many charges as they possibly can. I love this quote. He abused his knowledge of logic to understake, <laughs> undertake his dastardly scheme. Okay. That's awesome. He abused logic. He abused logic. How dare he? Uh, How dare this, uh, he abuse logic? The unfortunate logic. career of minor infamy certainly places the professor's reputation in the gutter. But we must also wonder at either the intelligence or the virtue of his student's victim. Buying his line says little about their wits. While settling for a bargain basement groper's fee of one thousand dollars, yeah, says less God, about them. A thousand bucks, bucks, yeah. ten dollars. Yeah, that's that's really cheap. Less about them. So. <laughs> Come on, they were just young, naive college girls. Yes, yes, yes. Looking for the fight of their life. <laughs> oh wait, I mean the logic of their life. The logic of their lives. Yes. <sighs> oh man. I just, that's just so unbelievably hilarious. Gotta love it, man. Yeah. Gotta love it. Oh, uh, now, now I'm just going to have to find some way to abuse my knowledge of chemistry, right? To, uh... <laughs> well, no, that means you're a terrorist, and that's bad. Yeah, I guess so. Well, even to do it to, um, you know, um, get abuse my knowledge of chemistry to grope breasts, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah did you uh, formulas? <laughs> Yes, but that—that's that is definitely a what the fuck of the week from Sakura H- Hillary. If you have never gone to Sakura Complex, uh, Sakura don't go. Complex, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Because pretty much the entire site is like that. No, well, you'd probably like. I'll show you how to mix acid and bases and not make them explode. <laughs> and if I can't do and it, then in the explosion and the confusion, you grow up their breasts. <laughs> you have the breasts. <laughs> Because that's just kind of the teacher you are. That's right. There we go. So, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. My oh. nephew, like the Power Rangers, and I did this on his birthday where he had all his friends around. They were like, Green Ranger. I said, let me show you the real Sentai. I'm going to show you the episode where Green Ranger actually died. And they were sitting there looking. A couple kids start crying like, no, Green Ranger can't be daddy. And the parents were like, why are you showing our kids? The Anime World Order Podcast. Not suitable for children because the truth hurts. Visit us online at www.animeworldorder.com. All right. So, yes. Hey, Anime World Order kicks ass. And I'm about ready to, like, whoop stick him's ass because it's crashed three times in the last ten minutes. Oh, so she's missing my great, wonderful story about her. Yeah, exactly. She has to download this episode. And everybody else in our podcast, in our Stickam community, has to download this episode to find the missing gaps. Oh, Tragedy strikes the bonsai beast. <laughs> I think we need to start a donation fund and have some U2 concerts. <laughs> <laughs> Release. Tragedy in the bonsai beat. Yes, we can do those commercials like they do for um for dogs that you know they're in the pound, right? Do you want the doggy to die? <laughs> We're gonna make doggy stew, bitches. That's right. Send ten dollars. Have some dinners for McLaughlin. Send some songs to us. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> do you remember me? No. I don't know who you are, dog. Go away. Bad dog. You go. 
You're getting lethal injection right now. All right, come on now. Fine. Like Fine. Can't watch those commercials, actually. You're like, oh god, I'm so sad. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Why? Okay. Fucking stick cam. God. Get like twenty listeners, bam, it crashes, and like all of them go away. Jerks. <sighs> The one time we had more than like ten people. <laughs> Memories. Okay, ladies versus butlers. It is a show that is airing now. You can watch it now, but you can't watch it on any legal site because it's so awesome that the censors would be pissed. This airs on ATX, where everything goes because it's satellite. Yay, satellite! I wish I had a big enough satellite just to get that channel. I want Animax to come to America. Like, everywhere else gets... This isn't, like, Animax Mexico. That's, like, the closest we get to, like, a 24-hour anime channel. Well, I mean, we had... Verizon Fios customers get, like, the Funimation network, but I watched, like, 10 minutes of it, and I cried because they were showing Moon Phase. God, what a horrible show. So, Ladies vs. Butlers, it's produced by uh, Xbeck, Xabic, is that how you say it? They've brought us such awesome animes as Kanokan and Love Hina and To Love Rue, just to name a few. Yeah. So they're, they're very versed in their Ichi animes. So this is what this is. The show follows several students throughout their daily lives while they attend the prestigious academy of Hai... I can't even still say this. Hai-Kai-Ruo-Rei-Yo Academy. Yeah, I'm never going to be able to pronounce that. But the academy isn't your typical high school setting. But in what anime is it ever your typical high school yeah, setting? Yeah, no. They should do an anime in a typical high school setting just for total difference. Because they can. Because they can, that's right. Um, the students are broken up into two sections. They're either servants, or they're in the upper education. The upper education has all the rich students who want to become refined and dignified. So when they go to claim their inheritance or, you know, whatever, they're rich. They just have to act rich. They're learning how to act rich, which is pretty crazy. Um, the servants, on the other hand, the servants cut all the servants, servants ed or servants education consists of male and female students. Um, they're either, either maids or butlers. The higher ed students wear red, a red uniform, while the servants wear either a traditional maid uniform or a butler uniform. The show follows the daily lives of students, like I said. Uh, Aki, uh, uh, Hakiru Hino is a new transfer student coming to the academy, but he looks like a delinquent and often frightens girls with his gaze. On his first day coming to the academy, while walking around the campus, he bumps into another girl named Lori Flameheart. Lori is proud to be part of the Flameheart family and sees herself as the ultra-elite and the girl that every girl grows up wishes they could grow up to be. So she's got this holier-than-thou attitude. And she's got big-ass twin drills and big-ass boobs for some reason. And, yeah, it 
Yeah, it's crazy. So, Hino bumps into her after having an argument because she says, like, hey, you're a delinquent, get out of here. This school isn't for you. And he freaks out, like, telling her that he, he's supposed to be there. And he falls on her and grabs her boobs. And it's freaking hilarious because she freaks out and is like, oh my god, I've been sexually molested by a pervert and a deviant. Ah, good stuff. So, she ends up chasing him around the, 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 uh, campus, and while she's chasing him around, he bumps into girl after girl after girl, and they either end up fainting, or he ends up bumping into them and falling on top of them and grabbing their boobs, or some other sexual manner occurs. Oh, what luck, he gropes like every girl there. (laughs) So all hell is breaking loose. Until his childhood friend, uh, Tomomo, uh, Sayako, sets everything right. Basically vouching for him and saying, like, look, he's new, cut him some slack. Even though he just sexually molested all of you. (laughs) Inintentionally. Or unintentionally. Unintentionally, yes. But it happened. Um. So, there's, like a cast of characters that this like show also revolves around. Like, Saiko, Hino, and Lori are like the three main big characters the story revolves around. Um, there's also a gaggle of other side characters such as uh, Sane, Shigiki Gami, damn Japanese names. She's really, really clumsy and usually ends up making life worse for Hino, or many misunderstandings occur because she'll like fall on him and he'll get a face full of her underwear and then she'll start like trying to have an orgasm and you know people will just walk in when like she's stuck on top of him and they're like oh my god you pervert what are you doing to her and he's always got to sit there and try to explain himself that or she'll just start taking her clothes off for, for no apparent reason in front of people Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> and she's got a sister who's in the upper... It's crazy. Her sister is in the upper ed, and she's in the servant ed. Because I guess, like, one... The parents have to choose, like, one kid to, like, give the inheritance to. And they're like, she gets it. Yes, I'm talking about Laser vs. Butler, Ichi, for, cri- for Christ's sake. God, get here on time, you son of a bitch. <sighs> so, there's also Hino's roommate, uh, Kaoru Daiachi, and he's a favorite among the upper uh, education students because he's, re- he's really cute. But there's a secret about him that he doesn't want anybody to know. Be careful, it's a trap! So, yeah. There's something about him. That's Be careful, it's a trap! Unique about him. So, there's also, like, other side characters. There's the pervert kid. There's only, like, three boys in the entire school, and they're all butlers. There's a classmate who's, like, a pervert, and he's, like, always trying to look up skirts, or, like, there's one scene where they have to go uh, to the pool, so he starts climbing the side of the wall to get up to the window, to uh, see the girls changing 
<laughs> but he's always getting like stopped one way or another. Um, and then they've also got the final boy, who's like the ultra good looking. Uh, he's like, um, he's like really good looking, but he's like in love with himself. He walks around like bare chested, and like he always has like, uh, like cherry blossoms falling. He's always like, I am so great, I am so lovely, and I am so cute. You girls should want me to serve you because I am great. And he's just kind of, he just kind of shows up when he needs to. He doesn't actually like do anything. He's just kind of there. Finally, you've got the lolly of the group. She's 19. But she <laughs> looks like she's 10. Lolly, actually. Yeah, she looks like she's 10, though. Oh, okay, never mind. And, um, the excuse is she was born with an illness and she spent a lot of time in the hospital. So she's like a really good artist. And there's actually a really nice episode featuring her and Hino. It's like the third or fourth episode. It's really cool. But yeah. Um, this anime is something you never want to watch at work. Or around anybody else. Unless uh, you're not going to be embarrassed by lots and lots of nudity. This show has like any reason to have a boob pop out. Or have blatant nudity. For whatever reason. Like, seriously, the last episode, they dressed up, like, nice for a ball, and Lori's shirt had one little thread sticking out, and Sayako was like, hey, Hino, pull that thread, and he pulls it, and her boobs pop out, because the the shirt fell apart. Um, the other lot of the story, too, is... Sayako and Lori have, like, this hate relationship. Like, they're friendly, but deep down they hate each other. Because Lori was, like, the top student in middle school. And then Sayako came along and took that from her. And since then, Lori's never been able to beat her. And Sayako, as nice as she is, she's got a very dark side about her. And she's very evil when she wants to be. And she always makes life trouble for both Hino and and Lori in one way or another. So, I guess you could call this like a slice of life slash Ichi comedy, because really, there's a lot of things going on. They've got the little side stories about the characters, or you learn something new about the characters, or there's an event happening, or one, you know, something or another. So, it's a fun show. This is probably my second favorite show other than Baka to test for this season. This show is just hilarious. They use a lot of... You know, we mentioned that, you know, like, Love Hina, Kano Khan, Two Love Rue, basically all the same crap as this. They take a little bit of everything from those shows and make it into this. I mean, they've got the blatant nudity of, uh... To Love Rue, they got the itchiness of Kano Khan, they've got the physical violence and humor of uh, Love Hina. It's just really, really fun, and uh, I would say definitely check it out if you're bored. And yes, no censors because it's on ATX, and, and it's in HD quality, which is always good too. So, that is love. Ladies vs. Butlers. Oh, and the title really doesn't mean anything. Um, like, the episodes are always like, 
ladies versus their period. Or ladies versus that twig over in the grass. Something stupid. You know, it's just there to be, I don't know, to kind of... I guess you could say for the school purpose. But I want to know, who goes to school? Like, I'm going to school to be a butler. That's what I desire to be. My life is going to be so meaningful. I'm going to be someone's errand boy. Yay life. Yeah, Why is there I a lot of suicides? <laughs> Can't tell you. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. So yeah, I would definitely recommend it. So, I would give it a recommend, and that is that. Anything else we got to follow up with, or do you want to call it an evening? Well, oh no, I'm sorry, you want to talk about Dancing the Vampire Bund. <laughs> do I have to? Okay. Well, no, you don't have to say I much. Have okay, actually, you started watching it. I started reading the um, the manga version of this, and well, I couldn't bring myself to actually buy it in um, <laughs> in the store, so I have been reading it. Okay, online. you know what? I went and bought the first two volumes today. It is uh, not bad at all on the cover. What's that? Did you get these strange looks? No, because they're not bad. It's a girl holding a sword. That's uh, it. Right. Now if she would have opened it to the first or second page <laughs> and having her in uh in, you're uh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but like, okay, we're gonna go cut the caps now. Yeah. But no, I was expecting to have her like in lingerie or something like, Oh Christ, how the hell am I gonna pay for this? And I pick it up and I'm like, Oh, it's not bad at all. Well no. you look at some of the other ones and like it some of them are her and lingerie. But supposedly she's a two hundred. The main character here is a two thousand or something year old vampire, yep. and much like uh, in <coughs> other things that have happened recently, the vampires have come out of the coffin and they're setting themselves up a little a kingdom in Japan. That is big yeah, it had to be Japan, that one island that's oh, filled course. with people. But yeah, so I don't want to get into the story too much. Okay, okay, um, it's entertaining. If you like the show, go read the manga. Yeah, so, you said it's way yeah, different. I I know I had you watch the first episode. Like, yeah. just from watching the first episode and reading the first... How much of the manga did you read so far? I, I'm up to second or third volume. Holy uh, crap, it, it okay. It is very, very different. Okay, so... Because I'll be honest, I'm watching... I'm reading this because of the of anime. And that you were talking it up like it was so great. Yeah, it's it's much much better than the anime. Let me just ask you this: can can I read this in public? Um, I would. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> there goes my okay. my my forty five an hour and a half bus rides. So, I mean, <laughs> you can, but I'd be careful. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, they make fun of the fact that you know she's trying to come on to him at one point. They're like, "I will I will do this for you if you will sleep with me," and then. That's uh, the yeah, anime. They have them down at the bottom saying, otherwise they'll cancel the manga. In there. <laughs> they what? They said that? Yeah, they did. <laughs> they have in-jokes? <laughs> yes, awesome. they do. They have a couple in-jokes and things like that. And it's, you know, it's okay. I don't know if I'm going to continue watching it. I'm probably not going to buy it just because I can't see myself having it in my house. Oh. <laughs> but, I can explain yeah. that to your parents. Or anybody else. Check out this over. book I got, Mom. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm going to disown or you. Or anybody else that comes over, for that matter. Uh, hey, come on. Yeah. I, I proudly display Koikaze. Yes, but you're <laughs> a weird. And I live by myself <laughs> with my wife, so that's all good. Uh, 
But let, let me let's talk about Le Chevalier d'Eon, the other one that I really actually did want to talk about. <laughs> um, this is a very, very, very entertaining show. Uh, I haven't watched all of it yet, so I'm not going to do a full review. But it makes a lot of very interesting decisions. It's set in France, so it's the Japanese version of French history, which is in and of itself going to be strange. They talk about French fries. Because they it don't. Starts, it starts, it's set before the French Revolution and the reign of Louis the Fifteenth, And the enemies for the show, the bad people for the show, are actually the people that are going to start the French Revolution. So the people that kind of that were on the right side of history, to some extent, are the the evil people in the anime, which is a very interesting decision, and I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. Um, when it gets weird is when you start seeing people that have had their blood replaced by mercury, and somehow since they've had their blood replaced by mercury, they become um, zombies, basically. They call them gargoyles, but they don't look like any, anything like any kind of gargoyles that I'm familiar with. Uh, they look more like zombies. And, well, the main character um, kind of gets possessed by the spirit of his dead sister. And when he gets possessed by the spirit of his dead sister, he becomes the best sword fighter pretty much on the planet. Wow. Does his boobs get in the way? No, no, they don't. <laughs> uh, and he's, he actually looks very effeminate, so the first time it's rather, you're almost like, wait, what's going on? And he just suddenly starts kicking major ass. Be careful, it's a trap! Yeah. And you find out later that he has been possessed by the spirit of his dead sister. Um... And it is all kind of internal political wrangling going on. The other thing that we see weird here, well, the Queen of France is in one scene, in a couple scenes is talking to a dead skull. And the dead skull talks back to her. Now, say what you will about the French government, but, you know, if my government started talking to dead skulls and having them talk back to them, I think I might use the guillotine at that point. I don't know. Uh, as well, the they start using psalms from the Bible as some sort of magic. Which, you know, I've, I've seen the psalms in the, do some strange things at times, but I never thought I could uh, make them turn people into zombies. Or allow me to get possessed by the, dead, by the spirit of my dead sister. Uh, so, it's very, very strange. And you will watch it and you will go, what the fuck? quite a lot. Um, it seems to be very good so far, and it seems to be if you're into, you know, occult or French history or just freaky strange anime, uh, something that will be enjoyable. I'm afraid of how they're going to end it and how they're going to continue all these things and whether they it fizzles apart as it goes later on. I don't know. I've heard really good things about it, so I'm hoping it does not. But I just thought I'd give that a shout-out, as that's what I've been watching recently. So and how far are you into it? It's just really freaky <clears throat> weird. Um, six or seven episodes, I think. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, enough to get a good idea of what is going on. But yeah. Not, not enough to, like, end the show for you. Yeah. No, because it's got... Give a proper, like, hey, I'll recommend it, or hey, I'll not recommend it. I would recommend checking it out if it sounds intriguing. I wouldn't buy it as of yet because I don't know if it ends well. Yeah. Um, I've been watching, other than my other 17 shows, <laughs> literally, I'm watching 18 shows. Um, 
DSR reports of a site I often visit. They have an anime forum. Everyone was talking all this good stuff about Princess Lover. I'm on episode 7 of, I think, 13. And it's been a very good show, actually. I heard it was supposed to be 24 episodes, but it did so horrible in the ratings or something, it got cut. So, I don't think we'll ever find out the ending, but I'm only on episode 7. We'll see. I've been enjoying it. Other than that, I've just been watching my weeklies, and uh, I started Gunslinger Girl, El Tetrino. I started watching it when it came out, you know, in Japan, and then I dropped it just because, well, the story made no sense, and it's completely different than the first one. But uh, now that Funimation did it, I'll probably, I'm going to probably finish it up. So, trying to finish Bamboo Blade as well. I've been kind of stalling on that. I'm on like episode 16, I think, of Bamboo Blade. So, what's that? Why are you stalling on that one? I've just been busy with work and just not really. I don't know. I just haven't been in the mood to watch Bamboo Blade. I like, I like charged through the first volume. You know, the first part, the first 13 episodes. I watched like in two days, but now the second part. I just haven't had... I, I know I'm going to finish it eventually. just haven't had any interest. Like, the story didn't really leave you hanging to want to watch more. Like, it was just like, alright, we've seen 12 episodes. There's 12 more coming eventually. You know what I mean? Like, there was no cliffhanger to get you really back into the show. It's just more of what it is. So, yeah. Alrighty then. We should probably wrap this up for the week. I'd say it was Prin- Princess Lover or something that you would... Yeah, if you like. It's... It's... Um... A harem. It's a comedy slice-of-life harem about rich people and parents being murdered. And... Basically, this kid's, like... Parents are, like, murdered. And then he, like, has his grandfather own some big-ass company. So, like, he gets put into, um, like, this prestigious academy. And his fiance is chosen for him, but he's meeting all these different girls. And, like, six different girls, like, have a crush on him. It's ridiculous. But they all like him for one way, for one reason or another. It's not all like, oh my god, he's cute, or oh my god, he's this, he's that. No, it's all, like, a different reason. So, it's interesting, but... It's a harem. So, yeah. So, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Um, and Ichi, get here on time. Yes, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yes. Well, like, it's like we said in the beginning, this is kind of an unusual recording for us because uh, we do it Sundays at, what is it, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 6 p.m. Central. So. Uh, I don't know. Either Somewhere way. around there. It's around there. Yeah, I like it. I'll tweet. You know, I always end up tweeting. So, yeah. Till next time, this is Jellicoon. And Zoldar saying, bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about this or older episodes, visit www.bonsaibeat.com or subscribe to us in iTunes by searching The Bonsai Beat. You can also follow us on Twitter, username Jellocoon, or send comments, questions, and feedback to our email, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at Skype, username Jellocoon. If you are looking for other great anime podcasts, check out Otakast Radio. That's O-T-A-K-A-S-T. Hit their website at www.otakastradio.com. 